This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, click on the radio page to check out any past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, when we need a new car or even something less expensive like a TV or a pair of shoes, we shop around because we want to get what we need at the best possible price. And it's certainly frustrating to purchase a TV that you've been wanting on a Friday only to discover that on a Sunday it's on sale for an additional $200 off. But with some things like healthcare, it's not easy or even possible to save money, right? The price is the price and you just have to deal with it. Well, listeners, as it turns out, with a little research and hard work, you may well be able to find the healthcare that you need and want while keeping more money than you might think tucked away in your wallet. But before we kick around some ideas for saving money on healthcare today, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who is certainly a bargain at any price. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's quite an intro. You flatter me once again there, uh, Nick. And uh, thanks for having me on the show, though, today. I've been doing great. Had a great week. How about you? What have you been up to? Things have been great here locally in the Rogue Valley. It's uh, it's definitely heating up, though. And Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've been staying inside and trying not to break the air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. Boy, record-setting temperatures all over the place, right? We're having a heat wave. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I, I think this is going to be a good one. Talking about healthcare, obviously, uh, my wallet screams every time it hears the word healthcare or healthcare insurance. And, uh, you know, I think you've spelled it out well, as you explained. I mean, things like, you know, getting buying the latest gadgets or a new suit. You know, we come up with a plan to get what we want at a better price, uh, wait for the sales. But with healthcare, it's not like insurance companies are putting inserts into the Sunday paper, <laughs> touting how much better their <laughs> prices are, or giving out coupons. You can't get a Groupon for healthcare. So I-, I think our audience, as well as myself, are going to be listening really closely today to this one on how to save money on healthcare. Well, then that that's exactly right, Tony. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic today is because many of our clients ask us specifically about healthcare. Um, it's so expensive. And um, in many cases, it's just kind of confusing. And so, you know, I, I thought it would be a good topic because even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk of your healthcare costs, you're likely still forking over thousands of dollars every year to have that coverage. Um, In fact, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, workers who have 
employer-provided health coverage still pay an average of about $1,200 a year for single coverage premiums. And for those with family coverage, the number jumps all the way up to about $5,500 a year. And as for deductibles, the average single person has to pay somewhere around $1,600. And for family coverage, it's often more than over $2,000. And so one simple way to keep our healthcare costs under control is to make sure that we stay in our plans network. So you've probably heard of this before, but if you have a preferred provider organization or PPO plan, you may get a certain degree of out of coverage network. But if you're part of a health maintenance organization or more commonly referred to as an HMO, you may open the mailbox one day to find a bill for an out of network coverage charge that's so large you can't hardly carry it into the house. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be good. Uh, nobody wants that, right? Uh, I mean, and as, as I understand it, Nick, there are some impending legal changes to this situation that might offer some degree of future relief with this, right? Well, there are. And um, though the size and scope of that relief certainly remains to be seen, um, so far what we know is beginning in 2022, federal law will dictate that insurers must provide in-network rates on, quote, um, surprise medical bills when a patient unknowingly receives emergency care from a provider that's outside of their network. And Tony, don't forget that you may receive one of those unpleasant surprise bills if you visit an in-network healthcare facility, but meet with an out-of-network healthcare professional like a doctor or an anesthesiologist, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, that does. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't sound like a surprise. It sounds more like a good old-fashioned kick in the teeth. <laughs> well, I'm right there with you on that one for sure. And, you know, if if you find yourself in the middle of that scenario, listeners, you can, um, you know, appeal those charges directly with your insurance company. Um, also, bear in mind that several states have their own laws that are designed to guard against unexpected medical bills. So it may be a very wise play to find out how your home state spells everything out when it's related to those costs. Yeah. And, you know, obviously another potential way to give yourself increased protection against surprise healthcare costs and expenses is to be working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional who's going to have the experience and insights you need to build a healthcare strategy that will fit that retirement goal. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the, the next way to save some money on your healthcare expenses is to make sure that you're taking advantage of your plan's preventative care services. Um, many health plans cover certain preventative services without sending you a bill even if you haven't hit your deductible yet. And <clears throat> that's because preventative care services often include things like immunizations and screenings for depression, blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. And additionally, if you have certain risk factors, services like mammograms uh, are often covered as well. Now, even some high deductible plans cover healthcare for chronic conditions like insulin for diabetes and statins for heart disease before you've reached your deductible, which is nice. So I just encourage our listeners to visit healthcare.gov and search for preventative care benefits to research some of the things that typically fall under preventative care services. Um, and on that site, you'll see very a very comprehensive list um, of 
preventative care services broken down for adults, women, and even children. And then finally, you should note that preventative services may only come at a cost to you when they're provided by a doctor or healthcare professional that's in your network. So keep that in mind. Well, and let's give that website one more time. That's healthcare.gov. That's healthcare.gov. And then you search for preventative care benefits. Uh, ultimately, preventative care may not only save you a few bucks, it might also prevent or slow down some of the medical conditions that can negatively affect some of the physical and social activities that are going to make retirement so much fun. Uh, now, do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here? Well, as always, listeners, please feel free to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call uh, at our office at 541-773-9567. And if you don't know this already, we have many agents on staff here that specialize specifically in health insurance as well as Medicare supplement insurance. And so please, please reach out to us if you have any questions regarding those topics for sure. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Planning for income in retirement can be challenging, especially when it comes to Social Security. Our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. Download the guide by visiting jonesfinancialtalk.com or call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567. Not only will you receive our guide to Social Security, but our entire retirement income toolkit, which offers much more. And and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host. The man with the plan is Nick Jones. Nick, great to be here with you and great show so far. You've been talking about some of the ways people can save money on their health care while also ensuring that they keep all of the services they need. That's obviously key, and this has been a great one so far. What do you have for us now as we start this second segment? Thank you, Tony. Yeah, the, the next thing I'd like to suggest is that, you know, utilizing telehealth services may be a great way to save money on your health care. And, you know, though the use of telehealth services skyrocketed during the last 18 months because of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been gaining popularity for years. And so if your insurance provider partners uh, with a telehealth service, using it to speak to a professional may in some cases cost you less than an office visit typically would. Now, you want to check the fine print on this though, because for some folks, meeting with their usual healthcare professionals virtually costs the same as heading into their office uh, for that face-to-face -face consultation. Yeah, and let's explain for those who uh, haven't heard the term telehealth services. Uh, what that means is, like, we have one through our uh, insurance and a healthcare provider called Virtuel. And so yes. if, if we think it's something like um, the flu or an ear infection or something that's going to be fairly uh, common uh, or we have questions, you can call. Usually it is a little less or it's about the same as the copay, but it's a lot easier than going in if it's something that the doctor's just going to look at you and say, oh, there's nothing we can do or, yeah, get rest or, you know, you don't want to have to schedule a visit, wait in, in a waiting room with a bunch of other sick people when you could just do it over the phone or online. 
So I think I think that's a big one. I'm glad you brought that up. And, uh, you know, if, especially if you have a family and kids, my wife and I, we have three kids. We've used Virtuel a number of times, and, and there are others as well. That's just the name of ours. Um, and it's, it's very helpful. And I'm sure that some of our listeners out there um, might think a virtual appointment, medical appointment would be cumbersome from the technology standpoint. But the reality is it's often user-friendly. Sometimes it's just, you can do it over the phone. Well, that's, that's absolutely right, Tony. And, you know, virtual meeting technology has come a long way in, in just the last few years. And uh, another way to save a few bucks on your health care is to make your appointments after you've hit your deductible. And just make sure that you schedule them before the plan year ends so that your deductible doesn't start over again. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of people don't think about it. And my wife's really good about uh, planning that. Like, hey, you need this physical or this done. Uh, you know, at, you should meet your deductible by this time, then schedule that appointment. So, yeah, uh, timing is everything when it comes to medical expenses. So uh, really stay on top of that. I think you could actually save some money there. Uh, and, you know, we use that strategy and it works. It works well. Except for if you do, like you say, if you forget, oh, my deductible started over at the end of the plan year, uh, then you could be frustrated. Well, that's right, Tony, but live and learn, right? Live and learn. On previous shows, we've chatted many times about the importance of ensuring that you're taking advantage of your employer match when it comes to your 401k. And it's it's much the same with your health care. If your employer kicks in money to your health savings account or flexible spending account, you don't want to miss out on those matches. And so you need to be aware that some employers only match your contribution or require participation in wellness programs to receive that money. And additionally, many companies and organizations provide complimentary access to programs designed to help you lose weight or stop smoking, for instance. And some companies even incentivize those programs with breaks on your monthly premiums. Yeah, I mean, like if you're a smoker and your company offers free access to a program to help you quit and you get a premium break for participating, well, that's a win-win right there. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I mentioned health savings accounts a moment ago, but let's go into a little bit more detail on them if that's okay. Um, You know, more commonly referred to as an HSA, Health savings accounts are potentially an excellent way for you to save money on your health care. And if you have a high deductible plan in, in, in 2021, for instance, you can contribute $3,600 if, if you just have self-coverage and up to $7,200 if you have a family plan. And also note that uh, similar to retirement accounts, if you're 55 or older, you can contribute an additional $1,000 in catch-up contributions. And HSAs are funded with pre-tax dollars and the money grows tax deferred. So then when you go to withdraw those funds and those monies that are needed for numerous eligible medical expenses, um, they will be tax free in that situation. Wow, really? Well, that's interesting. And so that's HSAs. Uh, Now, what can you tell us about flexible spending accounts, which also get a lot of attention when it comes to healthcare planning? Yes. So if you have access to a flexible spending account, Tony, or an FSA through your employer, you can currently contribute up to uh, $2,750 in pre-tax dollars, I should say, um, 
and then you can withdraw that money tax-free for certain medical expenses. But one thing to note here, some people use FSA funds for child or elderly care, and those limits are actually different. So um, if you're going to use the FSA funds, though, for medical expenses, the limit is $2,750 this year. And ultimately, you can withdraw HSA and FSA money tax-free to cover deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance. Um, furthermore, money from these accounts can be used on things like eyeglasses, medical monitoring equipment, testing devices, and even orthodontia. So, you know, thanks to a rule that was implemented actually just last year, you can also use those accounts to cover over-the-counter medications like pain relievers, cough syrup, and antihistamines. Wow. Well, you know, your healthcare strategy is a major component of both your financial and retirement strategy. So I'd urge anyone who isn't doing so already to work with someone like yourself, Nick, to help you examine your current coverage to determine how well it's going to fit into your broader financial strategy. I mean, healthcare is a big part of that, isn't it? Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, Tony, and especially when you're in those ages before you hit Medicare, there's just so many specific nuances that you want to consider uh, when you're thinking about your health care coverage. And speaking of retirement, though, our listeners should note that HSA funds never expire. And so that makes just a great tool uh, with those accounts to sock away more money for medical expenses that occur after you've stopped working. Now, Medicare Parts B and D, um, those premiums, as well as Medicare Advantage premiums, are HSA eligible as a long-term care and insurance premiums up to a certain limit. Home improvement projects designed to help address medical conditions, like widening doorways or putting support bars in the shower, are also HSA eligible, which is nice. And HSAs have a lot of details and nuances, so the whole thing sounds a little overwhelming to some people, but don't hesitate to uh, to follow uh, Tony's suggestion and get together with your financial services professional who's going to be able to help offer you a, that valuable second opinion. Yeah, and this has been a great segment, Nick, but we do need to take another quick break, and we're going to be back with more of the ways you get the health care you need with also saving some money here on Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Sounds great, Tony. We'll be right back, listeners. When it comes to investing, it's helpful to have a financial professional on your side, one to help you organize your assets and gain an understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we work with you to help attain your goals and provide advice to help minimize the hazards you may face. Give our office a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And as always, if you're interested in listening to other episodes that we've had, click on our radio page um, and, and even subscribe to our, our uh, show on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All right. And it's been a great show today. I mean, you've been talking about some of the ways that we can, you know, provide ourselves with the necessary health care, but with also saving a few bucks in the process. 
So what do you have for us in this final segment, Nick? Yeah, well, the next topic I wanted to bring up is that um, deducting medical expenses is another way to get the health care that you need without blowing up your finances. And so if you itemize deductions when you do your taxes, you're allowed to deduct qualified medical and dental expenses that your insurance doesn't cover um, that are greater than about seven and a half percent of your adjusted gross income. And prescriptions and payments to medical providers are examples of those allowable deductions. Well, yeah. And so obviously that's important. And anything that helps you save money on prescriptions is going to be a welcome relief, right, Nick? Exactly, Tony. Exactly. And, you know, switching to generics is another great way uh, to save money on your medications that you need in those prescriptions. And so if you can just ask your doctor to prescribe you the generic version of a medication or ask your pharmacist to do the same, that would be very, very helpful. Because generics can cost, you know, as much as 85% less than brand name versions. Now, if generic versions aren't available, you can ask your doctor whether there's a similar medication that may be able to treat your condition just as effectively. And some insurers also cover generics at better rates. Finally, if you went to a website like goodrx.com, you might find some coupons um, that would save you some money on those prescriptions as well, Tony. Yeah, and that's that. We all want to save money on prescriptions. They can get uh, outrageous, especially for some. And it's encouraging to know that there are ways out there to save money on the medications that are essential for our health. Well, for sure. And you know, in fact, um, here's another way to potentially save money on prescriptions: um, order 90-day supplies rather than 30-day supplies. For example, without insurance, Walmart charges four dollars for a 30-day supply while charging $10 for a 90-day supply. Also, listeners, mail-order medications generally come in 90-day supplies, and they're also generally a very nice money saver. Right, yeah, and that's that's another good one. Yeah, generics, uh, that works. And, uh, you know, buying in bulk, that's true. And you mentioned goodrx.com a moment ago as a way to potentially find coupons for medications, but uh, I know that uh, that site, as well as uh, sites like singlecare.com or wearex.org, uh, they can use your zip code to help you compare prices at multiple retailers. So uh, there are ways to stay on top of uh, drug prices out there. That's right. And, you know, those uh, websites allow you to do more than just compare prices. In, in some instances, the cash price with a coupon may be cheaper than what you'd pay when using your insurance. But don't forget that some pharmacies also have their own discount or loyalty programs that you would want to um, subscribe to. For example, uh, the Walgreens Prescription Savings Club costs $20 a year for an individual and $35 a year for families and features discounts of as much as 80% on cash drug prices. And so if you visit a website like needymeds.org for more information on discount and assistance programs, that would be, um, you know, be a topic that you'd want to, to consider. Now, all that said, it's important to note that you generally can't use coupons or discount programs with your insurance, which means purchasing medications with a coupon or through a discount program won't count against your deductible unless your provider allows you to submit that purchase after the fact. Interesting. 
so it's clear we can shop around and utilize various tools to save money on medications. But I'm curious, is it possible then to compare prices for actual medical procedures? It's definitely very possible, Tony. And, you know, in, in fact, comparing prices for multiple medical facilities could end up saving you a very, very large amount of money. Now, generally speaking, things like x-rays, MRIs, and minor procedures are less costly when done at a medical facility that's not owned by a hospital, for instance. And you can visit another website, listeners, called healthcarebluebook.com to access a free tool that provides estimates of the cost of procedures in your specific home area. Also, at fairhealthconsumer.org, you can compare in-network prices against uninsured pricing for various procedures in your community. I, and I know I think I, I I think I know the answer to this question, but I want to go ahead and clarify it. Once we've chosen a health plan, are we locked into it? That's a terrific question, and and the real answer to that is no, um, because during annual open enrollment windows, you have the opportunity to reconsider all of your options. If your health status or family status has changed, for instance, you may want to find a more suitable deductible or premium for your specific insurance needs. Now, Medicare plans should also be reviewed yearly by an expert. Um, You'll especially want to be aware that insurance companies that offer Part D, so that's prescription drugs for Medicare, change their benefits, premiums, and co-pays annually, which means, like I mentioned, it's just very, very essential to thoroughly review your Medicare strategy, um, you know, when you receive your notice of change. And and I also wanted to point out, Tony, that we have many agents in our office here at Jones & Associates that specialize specifically in healthcare insurance and Medicare. So please feel free to use us as a resource listeners. Yeah, and that's key as well. And I think this has been a great show for us today. And Nick is such an important topic. And, uh, you know, I think that we often uh, cover topics that are important, but this one is especially so. But we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, yes, Tony, thank you. Uh, listeners, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed today, I'd encourage you to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Or as always, feel free to give us a call here locally at 541 541- Seven seven three nine five six seven. We've had a great topic today and talking to you about how our team might be able to help answer any questions that you might have about Medicare or health care expenses. So please feel free to reach out and give us a call. We are here to help you. All right. That sounds great, Nick. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.